This is Disney Forever. Welcome to our perpetual Disney movie investigation podcast. I'm Void. I'm here with my co-host, Katie, who has amazing pull quotes like this. A guy can't eat in peace. <laughs> no, he cannot. Today's feature presentation is Dumbo from 1941. Uh, we are pushing our way through these 40s movies because we want to get them behind us. Um, yeah, Katie, Dumbo, what's the deal? It's it's not. It's It's a movie. It is. It's kind of a mean movie. Um, before we get too much into that, I did pull history about this one because a lot of these, and this is one of the reasons we're doing a lot of the 40s ones, kind of, we're not doing back-to-back, but every other week, is because the history is so early Disney so that every movie is important in a different way, um, even if it's not a movie we particularly enjoy. So the history on this one is that Disney made Dumbo because they were trying to make up for financial losses from Fantasia because Fantasia went so over budget. And then because World War II was kicking off, it just didn't make money. Like it, it was not profitable with its initial release. So this is one of Disney's shortest animated feature films, right? There's a lot of cartoons out there that are shorter, but in terms of actual feature films that Disney has released, this is one of the shortest. And this is the first example of like a low budget Disney film, which I didn't know before. Um, the marching orders on this film were to keep the film simple and inexpensive. And those were like the two guiding principles in making Dumbo. And they also picked a lot of their less experienced animators to bring in to animate the characters just because they were going to be cheaper and they didn't want to pull their more senior animators off of Bambi that they were working on at the time. Um, and then in the middle of the production of this one, the Disney animators, a bunch of them went on strike. Not all of them, but a bunch of them. And so one of the fun facts for the movie is that the clowns that are asking for a raise in that circus tent, which is like a whole scene in the movie of Dumbo, um, that whole bit is a nod to the animator strike. And all of the clowns in the tent are actually caricatures of the animators that went on strike that were like working on this and the other Disney stuff. So I thought that was super interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that just blew me away is that Dumbo was still, even though it was the lowest budget, it was the shortest running movie, like all these things, Dumbo was still the most financially successful Disney film of the 1940s. I mean, it's still considered one of the most wildly successful animated Disney films, too, like ever, which is yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. So mean, what do you think about this one? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> uh I've only seen this movie like one other time, and then that was the very first time I had ever seen it. Um, okay. But I'm very familiar with aspects of this movie because two of the attractions in Fantasyland that I worked on are related to this movie. So the Casey Jr. Circus Train, which I actually used to drive, um, and you then drove Casey Jr. Yeah, you sit in the in the front. I forget the amazing. Yeah, the locomotive. What is it? What is the front of the train called? It's Casey Jr. <laughs> Anyways, it had like cages and the caboose and all of like the different things from like that you see in the movie and the song, you know, the song that plays when the train is going. Yes, it's super annoying. Yes. I used to have to listen to that song every single time I drove the train. Oh, no, that's horrible. Yeah. So when that song started playing, I can sing along to it by heart because I still know it. <laughs> okay. Not in a great way. No, but like actually driving Casey Jr. was one of my favorite things to do in Fantasyland because you're actually driving like a legitimate train. So it's 
it was actually pretty fun to drive the train and then you go up over Chain Hill and because uh, Casey Jr. is also in the same area as Storybook Land, which is another attraction I used to work. So you're basically going through all the same area and everybody can look out and see all of the miniatures that are part of Storybook Land like while you're on the train. So it's actually not a bad ride. It's a great ride for kids. It's just it has an annoying song associated with it. Sure. That's cool, though. Yeah. And then they also have a Dumbo attraction, right? It's one of those two attractions are two of the original ones. So it was when the Disneyland opened in 1955. Those are two original attractions. Okay. That's cool. I knew that Dumbo had been there from the beginning. That's like the the flying one that just spins, right? Yeah. So it's, it, you know, it spins in a circle and then um, you have like the lever to go up and down and fly. Yeah. Um, Also worked that one. That was a super thrilling experience. Um, we used to, the way that we used to count people out for the Dumbos, there were 16 Dumbos. So you got, we had 16 magic Dumbo feathers, which is these like black, like painted black wooden feathers that we have. Okay. I still have one, actually. I accidentally took it home. Like it was literally an accident, but I never took it back. And it's by my TV, actually, on display. <laughs> Okay. Um, but those were also the number one way when you started working in Disneyland that you were going to get sick <laughs> with the dumbbell what? feathers. Okay. Oh, just from germs spreading? Yeah, because you're handing something to a parent, right, who immediately gives it to their child. And where yeah. do you think these small children stick those? Everywhere. Yeah, mostly in their mouth. You could tell how old the feather was by how many teeth marks were on it. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I got sick one day after getting hired. Oh, not good. Yeah. So that's that's how my life has been tied to this movie. And also, I think Dumbo is adorable. Sure. I mean, Dumbo's cute. Yeah, I'll give it that. I mean, my my overall reaction to the movie is that, like, it's only 64 minutes. It's one of the shortest Disney features. And even though it's the, like one of the shortest and it's only just over an hour, it still feels like there are parts that are just dragged out way longer than they need to be, which is never a good sign for any movie regardless of the length and then some of the stuff that you can tell like that it's lower budget like the animal animation isn't very realistic yet i think that's one of those things where they said that they were keeping their senior animators on bambi to like get better at that kind of thing um one of the things i really liked was the florida map animation it reminds me of like indiana jones like traveling by map they zoom way out and they have this like cartoon-esque character of florida that you're like looking down on a map, but you see them traveling super fast. So it, it just always reminds me of traveling by map from Indiana Jones. That's good. That's a good analogy. Yeah. I does like I do see what you're saying though. Yeah. Um, but in the end, this is essentially just a movie where a cir- like a circus elephant gets made fun of for an hour and then he gets two minutes of limelight and praise at the end, and that's just not a good balance. No, this movie is just a full of like the worst like depictions of humanity as animals yeah i mean the moments i don't know how much we want to dive into because a lot of it was it's either drawn out or it's very simple but like one of the things was i didn't know this took place in florida and that that was like canon for it i think only part of it takes place in florida i don't even know where they travel to by train because they leave Florida, because that's where the, I think that's where, oh, because this movie was made around the same time, I think that the P.T. Barnum and the Bailey, Cir- like the circus thing was going on, like big time, like in real life. Oh, okay. And a lot of the circuses were actually based out of Florida because of their weather. Interesting. Okay, I had no idea about that. I um, watched a whole documentary, that's why. 
Uh, the one of the other things that jumped out at me was the physics of the elephant pyramid. So there's a point in the movie where the, all of the grown up elephants, after they've made fun of Dumbo for like a good 45 minutes, they have to make a, a pyramid on top of each other. And then Dumbo's going to like run and jump and then fly on top of it. And it uh, just the physics of that made no sense. It totally took me out of the movie. Not that they need to in an animated movie, but it was like so blatantly just bad. Um, and the other thing with that is that they expect Dumbo to perform this trick with no practice. It's not Dumbo's fault that they never practiced that trick. That's just bad management. That comes down to the circus and the ringleader and the other elephants, and I blame them and not Dumbo. I mean, also, it's clear that he had really long, big ears that when he runs, they get stuck under his feet because it's not like he didn't slip and fall during the parade down the middle of the street. Like, they literally watched that happen. Yeah, they know. They know what to expect. And then the other thing, the other thing is that <laughs> I'm getting fired up. They the the mom names the baby and then the other mean elephants just rename him Dumbo. You can't do that. Like the parent gets to name their child. His name is not Dumbo and I've refused to call him Dumbo from this point forward in the episode. His name is Jumbo Jr because that's what his mom named him and that is his canon name and I looked it up and I'm 100% sure of this. His name is Jumbo Jr. I mean, his name is Jumbo Jr. because that is what his mom named him. And his mom's only in the movie for like a hot second before she becomes a crazy mad elephant. And then they lock her up because locking her up inside of that trailer wasn't enough. But they had to lock each of her individual feet to the trailer. It's so mean. It's so mean. Okay, what else? So, Katie, was there anything in here that jumped out to you? I mean, those are the main things for me. God, I really liked... I really like the part where they sang where the song Baby Mine played. Yeah. And Jumbo, Jumbo, Jumbo went and saw his mom. Jumbo right? Jr. Jumbo Jr. went and saw his mom and she stuck her trunk out and he crawled into her trunk and he swung. It was really yeah. sweet. It was really adorable, really sweet. I cried because it was so beautiful. But that's Also very it. sad. Also very <laughs> sad because he got to spend a hot second with his mom before she got yeah. locked up. Is stupid. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I mean, Timothy the Mouse is pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Dumbo, dump, dump, not Dumbo. Jumbo Junior gets drunk at one point. Oh my in the god! Movie. I will say that's really funny because I do like the uh, pink elephants on parade part because I don't know if the like the thing where people say like they see pink elephants when they got drunk is because of this movie or that existed before this movie existed. I looked it up because I was wondering the same thing. It existed before this movie, and this is leaning into it. Gotcha. They also pulled that part from this film to put into Fantasmic because there's a whole like pink elephant scene in Fantasmic. If you see the show at Disneyland or I don't know if it's in Florida, but the one in California, they have a whole part about this. Cool. That's super interesting. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess the other moment before we move on is Jumbo Jr. learns to fly. That's like the end of the movie. Again, I said that up front, this is like 60 minutes of making fun of a poor young elephant and then two minutes of celebrating the fact that he can fly. So at the end, he learns to fly and then everybody loves him. It's got, it the, same, it it's got the same premise as uh, Rudolph, right? Because yeah. he's made fun of a lot. And then at the end, they were like, oh, gosh, we can't see because of all this fog. We need an elephant. We need a deer, a reindeer who's got a lit nose. Oh, Rudolph. And then now they're like, oh, we have this cool elephant that can fly. Now he's cool. 
now he can be Jumbo Jr. Now he's awesome. Um, so the bad in this one, I feel like it far outweighs the good. There's racism in it. We don't need to go into detail. There's definitely racism in this movie. It's There's also great. animal cruelty. It's bad. Um, it's, yeah, it's just not good. Like the racism part, not great at all. Did not age well. No. At all. Um, the just the animals were so mean. The elephants were so mean to Jumbo Jr. I can't get over just how bad they are. Like, this movie does not really give you any sort of, like, warm-hearted feeling except for, like, one one or two scenes. Yeah. And I just, you know, the bad is I don't want to watch 60 minutes of somebody getting made fun of and just feeling bad about it. That's not a fun movie for me. No. it's It's really, really not. It's... It keeps, like, I keep thinking about, you know, the thing from um, Animal Farm, right? Where it's like, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others, right? <laughs> That's what it feels yep. like, because you have the older lady elephants who are like, uh, he is an elephant, but he's now a clown. So we automatically re- revoke his elephant status because he's a clown. I'm like, yeah, but you made him a clown. Yeah, this is they're your being fault. elitist. I'm getting fired up over these mean elephants. <laughs> okay we're both pretty fired up um how about good what's good in this one the song in dumbo is really cute jumbo jr sorry jumbo jr he's really cute okay um the the only thing the only thing i pulled out of this is that it gave disney enough money to survive and grow into what it is today that that's my good you know i always got to find something good this time it's more on the history side than the actual movie but that's okay um so would we watch it again katie would you watch it again uh, I've seen this twice, and that's enough for me. So that's going to be a no from me. Yeah, it's a hard no for me. I don't need to ever see this one again. I'm good. I've seen it once, maybe once when I was a kid, but once now for sure as an adult, and that's that's enough for one lifetime. Um, okay, if you guys want to watch along with us, what we have coming up next, we're going to do National Treasure from 2004. We're going to do Bambi from 1942 and continue our uh, 40s movie trek here. We're almost near the end, I promise. And then we're going to do Honey, I Shrunk the Kids from 1989. And then Victory Through Air Power from 1943. This is one of the only Disney features that was like around the war. And I have no idea what to expect from it, but I'm very interested in seeing what's there. Um Yeah, and then we'll see what we do beyond that. We're not 100% sure yet. Uh, And then don't forget, we are part of a network. You can find other podcasts. You can find streamers. You can find our Geekery blog, all of that and more at geek2geekmedia.com or go to geek2geekmedia.com slash subscribe and get it sent right to you. And with that, it brings us to Weekly Geekery. Katie, what have you been doing this week? Um, I am watching more Korean dramas because watching one show is not enough for me. I have to watch three at a time or four. Actually, I'm watching four. What am I doing? <laughs> That's a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah, because the like the episode before I talked about two other ones. Gosh. Okay, I'm watching I'll Go to You When the Weather is Nice, which is a Korean drama. Um, it's interesting. I don't know how to feel about it. I'm four episodes in, so just is what it is. Okay. Um, and then I'm re-watching Her Private Life because I really want my mom to watch it. Um, but I really like this one a lot. It's one of my favorite ones because it's about a woman who is a curator at an art museum who is also a closeted K-pop fan. <laughs> okay. I like that. So it's basically my life, but I um, am not shy about talking about that I like K-pop. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. And my mom was like, oh, I don't really like this very much. We were like an episode in and she's like, I don't think so. So I just kept watching it while she was sitting next to me. And today she was like, well, what's going to happen to her? And I'm like, mm, so somebody likes this show. <laughs> but yeah, She's hooked. You got she's her. hooked. I got her. I got her. I feel so proud of myself that during this entire quarantine thing, I've got my mom to really enjoy Korean dramas. Yes, I would say mission accomplished. I I agree. I agree very much. Um, and then the last thing, this is like, even though this, this, this would have already ended by the time people listen to this, but currently um, BTS Festa is going on. So around their debut anniversary, which is June 13th, they do about two weeks of festivities leading up to the actual day. And they're... They're not like big things, but they release like videos that they've been holding on to over the last couple of years that they decided would be a great festa thing. So it's like uh, special videos that they recorded and are releasing. They also do special photo shoots. So they release all those photo shoots. Um, Jungkook recorded a song like he wrote and produced uh, all the lyrics and all the music for a song called uh, Still With Me which was like a song to the fans. It was really good. He did a really great job with it. And it's the first solo song he wrote himself. Cool. Um, But it's all leading up to the live online concert that they're having on, I want to say it's really early Sunday morning. (laughs) Because it's going to be at like (laughs) two in the morning for me. Like, I'm going to be awake 100%. Like, of course I'm watching this. I paid for it. I'm going. (laughs) To those Korean time live shows, right? Oh my god. It's a 16 hour time difference between Pacific and Korean standard time. So anytime they're like, oh, it's gonna be 6 p.m. Korea standard time. So I was like, oh, so 2 a.m. God. Yeah, a 16 hour time difference is hard to deal with. It's it's been it's always been a struggle, but it'll be really worth it because like my group of friends are gonna watch it. Chelsea's gonna watch it with us for sure. Like Chelsea and I are sharing the same uh, concert that I bought because you can share it for between two people, um, and then uh, we'll be on video chat. So it'll be like going to a concert with my friends just at home in my bedroom. Cool. That'll be fun though. Yeah, I mean, those have actually been really great because one, the view is better because the camera is like right up in their face and there's no screaming people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Screaming people. Those get annoying. Yeah, but it's going to be yeah. at two in the morning. So that's not a plus, but <laughs> well, it's you'll fine. Have to report back on how it was. Uh, but of course, because BTS and I love okay. them. Good. Um, for me, I've been playing Valorant, which is a new game that just came out. It's kind of like Counter-Strike with superpowers, and it's by Riot Games. Um, it brings me back to my Counter-Strike days. So, Katie, Counter-Strike, do you have any context for Counter-Strike? I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. Okay, so it's like a 5v5 shooter game, and it's one that's like really fast. Like The rounds go really fast because the, the it's called the time to kill, so it's like how long it takes to knock out an opponent is super fast. Gotcha. Um, so it's very Twitch-based. It's very reflex-heavy, and... I tell you all of this because there were probably two summers when I was a teenager where I played Counter-Strike like every day and I played it with a bunch of other high school friends and I got really, really good at it. And like I had those teenage reflexes, right? Uh And this game, Valorant, brings me right back to those Counter-Strike days. I do not have those teenage reflexes anymore. (laughs) Like It's because we're old. Yeah, yeah. We're not that old, but we're definitely not we're not young anymore not the way that i was the last time i played counter-strike so man like 
this I, I know my reflexes aren't what they used to be and normally it's not enough to matter in most games I play this is one that just brought it to the forefront and it's like hey you don't have the reflexes you used to have just in my face over and over again um but despite all that I've been having fun with Valorant um and then the other thing I did was I finished Star Trek Picard and I kind of feel mixed on it um but it does make me want to go kind of explore some of the other Star Trek things I've overlooked, especially because my brother and my mom have been pushing me. They're like, you've never looked at this. You've never looked at that. My brother wants me to go back and check out The Next Generation, which I've watched all of, but I haven't since it like originally came out. And then there's Deep Space Nine, which I've never watched any of. Um, so I might go kind of explore a couple of the other Star Trek things that I've missed along the way in the near future. I love that. I love Star Trek very much. Yeah, Star Trek's good. It's good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, cool. That's probably it for this week. You guys can find us all over the internet. Our email address is DisneyForeverPodcast at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at DisneyEverPod. Uh, and you can talk to us in real time by joining our Slack workspace or Discord server. I blog at agreenmushroom.com and you can find me at GRN Mushroom. That's Green Mushroom without the E's on Twitter. You can also find me on the geek to geek podcast with BJ Keaton. And I am super active on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me by searching the handle Lady Catherine P. I'm also the co-host of two other podcasts with my best friend, Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, and you can't stop me loving K-pop. This has been Disney Forever with Katie and Void. We'll be back next week as long as Disney keeps making content. That can't be forever, right? Yeah, they can, but can they keep the movies where they make fun of people for 60 minutes to a minimum, please? <laughs> <laughs>